I woke with a start, gasping as my eyes shut open. It took me a moment to realize the reason it was dark was because the sun hadn't yet risen, and not because I was still trapped in the shadow monster's embrace. Reflexively, I fished around in my bed for my phone. Nothing from Clarissa or Zoe yet, but seeing as I now knew it was only 3am, that was… unsurprising. These are the hours for the haunted. There was no way I was going back to sleep now, so I figured I might as well make the most of my time. I grabbed my laptop and a box of frosted flakes, don't judge, and got back into bed. Okay, now you can judge me. Until that dream, I had been so focused on my classmates that I had completely forgotten about the adult in the room who might have a better memory than a bunch of five-year-olds, Mr. Henderson. He was a pretty young teacher when I was in his class, though at that age everyone looks ancient. Looking back, I'd guess he was in his early 30s at the time. If I was lucky, maybe he would still be at my old school. If you hadn't guessed already, I'm not that lucky, and a search of the school's faculty page turned up nothing. I checked the faculty at every school in the area, thinking maybe he had just switched districts, but no. He was nowhere to be found. I took my box of cereal out into the living room and flipped back through the pile of photos. I don't know if I thought I had missed one where she was wearing a hello my name is name tag or something, but shocker, I hadn't. The photos were just as anonymous as they had been a few hours ago, or maybe even more so now. I couldn't get those words out of my head. No one remembered, not even you. Was that true? Did no one really remember this girl? That couldn't be possible. I mean, someone remembers everyone, right? Your mother or brother or neighbor or friends? I guess I had been her friend and I hadn't remembered her at all. But was that fair to me? By the looks of the photos, I hadn't known her longer than a few months and I was five for Christ's sake. I've had 20 years of new friends and memories and birthday parties since then. And then it hit me. She hadn't. All of those dreams, the places, the clothes, the people, they hadn't stopped when we were five because that's when I knew her. They had stopped because so had she. And if those were the last months of her life, then maybe I was the person who should have remembered her. I stared back at her face, willing myself to remember. One photo showed us laughing up at the camera, hugging each other tightly in the sunlight in my front yard. The house that must have been hers loomed in the background. Maybe that was something. If her father purchased the house, there should be a record of it somewhere. Then again, that would have been what? 1996? 7? Would that have made it online if they only lived there a few months like my mother had said? Only one way to find out. Google Maps, bless it, is a very useful tool if you're creepy enough. I punched in my old address, switched to street view, and turned the camera to the mystery girl's old home. I dropped a pin in front of the house. It read, 1418 Alpine Drive. Just to be sure, I moved the camera around a bit more until I could see the mailbox at the end of the driveway. Yep, 1418. Got it. After another quick consultation with Google, seriously, who thought it was a good idea to give us this much power? 
It appeared I at least had a shot of getting that info through the county real estate office. A note on their site stated they had online records as far back as 1987. After a couple of false starts, government websites are not exactly the height of user experience, I had it. Maya Taylor. Now, I love gender-subverting names, but if I had to guess, this might not be the father of the young girl I was looking for. And my mother hadn't said anything about anyone else living there except the two of them. But still, maybe the house was purchased by a member of the family I wasn't aware of. The problem with looking up a rather nondescript name online with virtually no other defining features is that there are a lot of results. And not just possibly accurate ones. Oh no, we were running the whole range of every article with both a Maya and a Taylor in it since the dawn of the internet. I gave up on that and switched my focus to social profiles. It seemed likely that Maya was around my parents' ages if she had been purchasing a house in the 90s. Facebook was a dead end with another endless stream of people. Everyone looked too young on Instagram and hell, even I was already too old to understand TikTok. LinkedIn, however, well, now we were getting somewhere. There, in the middle of the second page of results, was Maya Taylor, a beautiful middle-aged woman with thick black hair and a perfect Stacey Linden streak. Her job title was listed as real estate developer. I flipped back to the county real estate office tab and quickly dubbed myself a moron. Maya Taylor had purchased the house in 1996, but she hadn't sold it until 2012. That wouldn't have made any sense if my neighbors had only lived there for a few months in 97, so Maya must have been their landlord. There wasn't a record of their deed because they didn't have one. I bookmarked the page and her LinkedIn profile and closed my laptop. There didn't seem to be any use reaching out to her, but I wanted the option just in case. I was still hoping Clarissa or Zoe would come through. And besides, I wanted the girl's name, not her father's. By now, it was just after 5 a.m. Luckily for me, this streaming age meant I could watch Golden Girls reruns regardless of the hour. The last thing I remember was Blanche rummaging through the fridge to grab a cheesecake before I fell asleep. <laughs> 